going to talk about Prairie Earth Farm with Katie Bishop. Katie, good morning. Good morning. Um, first off, where, what is Prairie Earth Farm? We are a 350-acre certified organic farm in Logan County. We're the only organic farm in Logan County. We're mm -hmm. one of the few vegetable farms in Logan County, but we grow a lot more than just vegetables. And organic farm, what determines what an organic farm is? How, how are you able to put that label on? So we are inspected uh, by a third-party inspector every year. Uh, we have to adhere to the USDA's uh, organic certification guidelines, mm -hmm. which includes uh, no synthetic pesticides or herbicides, no GMO seeds, de very detailed records about uh, where our compost comes from, uh, where our seeds are purchased. We have to test our well water, mm -hmm. everything. A whole, yeah. whole lot goes a into that. A whole lot, yes. <laughs> now, Prairie Earth Farm is spelled a little differently, P-R-A-I-R-I-E-R-T-H. Yeah, it's Prairie Earth well, RTH. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very RTH. What, came, what, what got you that name? <sighs> well, hopefully my father-in-law is not listening mm. to this. Um, he came up with the name okay. uh, when he started the farm. It's from a book uh, with a similar name. It had a diff little bit of a different spelling, but the book talked about a sense of place, creating the sense of place for the community, and he, he liked the way it was referenced. He liked the book, and so he created it. Mm -hmm. This way. It's actually a marketing nightmare. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> People type in Prairie Earth and they don't get to it. And they don't really know how to pronounce it because it doesn't look like a real word because it's mm. not a right. real word. So, yeah, it's if, if I had my way, I don't think I would have named it that way. But uh, he had had that name established for a really long time and mm. it was recognizable. So we just kept it. So did he start the farm then? Yes, he did okay. in the 80s. He All did. Right. It was a conventional corn and soybean farm. Mm -hmm. and, then, and so what got it into being an organic farm? I mean, how did that uh, uh how did that evolution evolution go? Well, he he says it's because of the drought. The prices went down, and he wanted more control over uh, the prices that he was getting. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to bring livestock back on the farm and diversify it, uh, and and that was just a natural progression into what he had already been doing on his family farm when he was younger, which was essentially organic farming. You said it was father-in-law. How did you get involved in it? Yeah, I married his son. <laughs> okay, well, there, that might help, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so my husband Hans and I, uh, we met at State Farm. We worked full-time there mm -hmm. and just discontent with working in a cubicle. Mm -hmm. And this was something that we both had talked a lot about doing, about raising a family out on the farm and becoming more involved in the community. And so we tried it out and fell in love. Did you have any farming agronomic background or was it just kind of learn as you go? No, I had. Yeah. He did. He grew up on the farm. Mm -hmm. um, I was born in the south suburbs of Chicago and moved down here in the mm -hmm. mid 80s. And my grandparents had a, a corn and bean farm that they turned into a golf course mm -hmm. when I was like eight. So I didn't have a lot of experience. All right. Yeah. So what is your role at Prairie Earth? What do you do? I farm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I raise vegetables. I'm with part of the vegetable operation. Um, I oversee a lot of the post-harvest handling, so the washing, the packing, the wholesale orders, uh, all of the marketing, all of the bookkeeping, mm -hmm. and all of the business side of things mm -hmm. I do. So kind of a operations manager almost. Yeah, in, in, I like in, that. In a way. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You, you can you know, take that I'll back take that. to Thanks. the father-in-law. And maybe so ask for a raise. There you go. Yeah. That'll work. <laughs> So uh, you know you grow so much. How do you plan what? How do you plan out what you're going to grow each season? Do you do you know the same thing every year, and then maybe each year you try something new? 
Well, we started off growing everything, and mm. now each year we take a little bit out, actually, okay. so it's the opposite. The things that are more labor-intensive or less profitable, as we started farming more, we realized how to keep better records of what it was costing us right. to produce those items, and when we realized that there's not a high profit uh, margin, then maybe we would take those out, like green beans and cherry tomatoes, mm. all that little bits of picking. Right. Um, there are some crops that we love to grow, so we'll grow more of those, like carrots and tomatoes and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some that customers just don't seem to want, like okra and mustard right. greens, yeah. those types of things. <laughs> so I, I, I gather, and you know, talking with uh, other people that have had uh, local farms you know, throughout this series, sounds like it's a lot of trial and error as far as to uh, what you grow and some customer f- feedback as well. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, the customer decides what, what we grow. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and so anything uh, you did this season uh, different from past seasons or anything specialty-wise? Uh, not necessarily crops specialty-wise, I don't think. Just uh, we enlarged some areas of the farm. We doubled our potato grow, growing area and grew a lot more sweet potatoes and a lot more carrots, more storage crops. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie Bishop with Prairie Earth Farm. Uh, Logan County yes. is where they're located. Talking with her today. What's maybe the hardest thing about running a farm? Uh, I would say from a non-farming background, okay. um, the idea that you're married to the farm, mm-hmm. the expectations that are placed on you. Uh, When you grow up in a farm family, you understand that the farm comes first. But when you don't grow up in that area, you don't understand Mm -hmm. why you don't get to, you know, go see the fireworks on 4th of July. Uh Or, you know, as an example, um, this Saturday is my birthday. Mm -hmm. And rather than going out to eat, we have to harvest all the sweet potatoes, like for 12 (laughs) hours straight because the frost is coming. And Mm -hmm. so that sacrifice has been kind of hard. It still is after nine years of farming. So I think that's has the uh, you know we've had fairly warm fall so far does that affect how your uh, what your crops do at all or were they already kind of in the getting ready to harvest mode that this really warm weather we've been having hasn't affected anything well we're picking pretty much from may through october november okay. so there's so many different crops coming on at so many different times oh, yeah. um but it's hard to get the fall crops to germinate when it's that hot and dry so things like spinach we had trouble growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have a lot of spinach for this year. Um, but otherwise, they, they seem to be doing well. We're finally getting rain. We haven't yeah. <laughs> had rain all summer, so this right. rain has been challenging and awesome all at the same time. I see about the hardest thing. What's your favorite thing about being on the farm? Oh, the people. Mm-hmm. Definitely. The people. You know, the ability to connect with people uh, based on this mutual love of food and, and our rural communities has been, mm-hmm. I think, my favorite part. Where can people find your produce from Prairie Earth Farms? Well, if you're in Champaign-Urbana, you can find it at Common Ground Co-op. Uh, we also sell to Flying Machine, Avion- Air- Avionics, uh, Red Herring, um, and Hopscotch. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, we sell up into the Chicago area and at the Bloomington Farmer's Market and at grocery stores and restaurants in Bloomington and Springfield. There's a lot of, uh, you know, these smaller farms around. Do you guys network with each other, talk with each other at all, just kind of brainstorm ideas with them? yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's one of the things that makes these types of small, diversified farms really stand out from large-scale conventional farms is there's this amazing network of farmers, and we share ideas. Sometimes we share employees. (laughs) (laughs) We're constantly communicating. We're sharing equipment. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the uh, the pack shed, the food hub that you've got out there. Yeah, 
That's wonderful. Uh-huh. So this is an example of that collaboration. Um, there's more than enough demand for local f- food throughout the state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, plenty of farmers that want to scale up or want to continue farming or make this their full-time career. It's just connecting those dots. And so the Food Hub, what it does is act as a central aggregate um, where farmers can come and take their produce and we'll deliver it for them on their behalf to Chicago, Champaign, or Springfield at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. So it's no cost to those farmers. We don't we don't charge them for that service. But how it came about was we uh, we use Central Illinois Produce, which is here in Champaign-Urbana. They take our produce up to Chicago for us because they're actually going to Chicago empty. Mm-hmm. They're bringing produce to Central Illinois. It's right. always a misconception. <laughs> it's not produce from Central Illinois going anywhere. Yeah. It's coming to Central Illinois. So when they go up to Chicago, they're empty. So they take our load mm-hmm. of produce up there. But our truck is never full when we're going to Central Illinois Produce. So the right. idea is to combine enough farmers so that we have a full truck and can send that up to Chicago or to Champaign or mm-hmm. Bloomington. Katie Bishop with Prairie Earth Farm. I assume you guys have a have a media presence, social media presence online. Yeah, we find it. Yep. So we are at. Well, if you can figure out how to spell it, right. we <laughs> are spelling again here in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> we are on on Facebook and Instagram, uh, Twitter, YouTube. I haven't figured out Snapchat yet. I don't think I'm going to go right. that route. <laughs> Do, if you have any teenage girls in your life, they will be happy to show you. That's how I learned it from my daughter. Really? So, um, as far as, do you take customer feedback? You know, if people uh, ever say, hey, I really liked that you grew this this year or have you ever tried growing this? Do you ever take feedback from your customers? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of crops that we have grown because our customers ask for it, like shishito peppers. I wouldn't even know what a shishito pepper was, but our chefs asked us to grow shishitos for them. Mm-hmm. We did go back to cherry tomatoes a couple times to keep some customers happy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We love that feedback. Katie Bishop with Prairie Earth Farm. Again, the spelling is P R A I R I. E-R-T-H. Yes. <laughs> That's how you spell it. <laughs> Just uh, search that and you'll find them again on Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh, uh, is Instagram? Yep. Did you say Instagram? Instagram, YouTube. YouTube Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. And just Google it and you'll yeah. find it. So. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming in today. Thank you so much.